You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delany Williams, and joined today by Sarah McLean. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Delany. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm really excited to be on another podcast with you. So looking well, forward to talking. Well, we're excited that you're joining us here today, and we're going to continue in Unit 21. And this episode, we're going to talk about Session 3, which is titled, Peter Worshipped Jesus. And so we're continuing in the book of Luke in the New Testament. And this session, we're going to be on Luke 5. So the previous two sessions, we've been in Luke 4. So we're just going to go one chapter over to Luke 5 and talk about how Peter worshipped Jesus. Sarah, if you'll go ahead and talk about the big idea for this session for our listeners. Sure. So kids have been learning that Jesus continued his mission to tell everyone about the kingdom of God. We learned a couple of weeks ago that Jesus was driven out of town after speaking the truth of who he is to the people of Nazareth. And then last week, kids saw people amazed at Jesus when he performed miracles. And so this week, kids will learn that Jesus performs another miracle and that Peter responded in worship of him. And the Christ connection for this session is Peter understood that he was a sinner and recognized that Jesus is God. He responded to Jesus's grace and kindness by following him. When we understand that Jesus is God and that we are sinners, we can turn to him for forgiveness and follow him by faith. Great. Thank you so much for talking about that and talking about the big idea for the session. And so now we want to go ahead and transition to the part of our episode where we talk about activities that we want to highlight that may need some special instructions or need a little extra prep time. So I'll go ahead and talk about our preschool activities starting with our babies and toddlers. So there's an activity called Work Puzzles with Friends. Just want to remind our teachers as you're preparing for this to cut the puzzles into two to three or maybe even four pieces max for these puzzles. If you do it any more pieces, it will be too difficult for toddlers. So again, we may think that's very simple just to do two pieces for a puzzle, but as they are beginning to learn to develop those fine motor skills, it, we want to make sure that they're also we're doing things that are age appropriate for them and that it's not too difficult and so they can succeed in this activity. And so even for durability, you might consider laminating the, the Bible story picture poster before cutting it into pieces as well. Then with younger preschool, there is a low prep activity talking about play in and fish from a boat. As you'll see, you're making a boat shape with tape for your class. You know your class best. You may decide to initially or either do it as an extension of the activity to, to encourage the boys and girls to make that shape of the boat with the tape. Now, as a reminder, Sarah, you know this, working with kids too, it's not going to be perfect. 
you know, that it may not exactly look like a boat shake, but helping them, they'll just be excited and enjoy it to be able to try to do that. That'll be something unique and different. And so that may be a way to extend it so they could see the shape that you made, but then they could work together to make a different shape. And so that's just a way that you could extend that activity. Then looking ahead to our older preschool leader guide, just a reminder or a tip to make one set of craft foam fish that could be used for both your key passage activity and the catch fish activity. So that's just something as you're preparing to think about that, something you could use for both of those activities. And so Sarah, those are our preschool activities. Why don't you go ahead and talk about our kids activity? Absolutely. So we just have a note for the younger kids leader guide and it's another fish activity. So this is a fun unit because we get a lot of fish stuff going on, but I think it's something that, you know, kids can also relate to because, hey, we've all seen a fish and we know, you know, what they look like. And so it, it makes the story a little bit more relatable. But for this and the younger kids activity, this is called race your fish. And for this activity, kids will be using paper fish and a straw. They'll each have their own individual straws and they'll be racing their fish across the room by blowing through the straw. Just a tip that we have though, is just to consider finding a smooth surface for this activity, maybe tile, or if your church has a wood floor, it's just gonna make it easier and create less friction as the kids blow those fish across the length of a uh, of a room, or if you have a really long table, you might even consider racing the fish down the length of a table as well. It's a good word. That'll be really fun too. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll enjoy that. And I love how you said, make sure each child has his own straw. Exactly. Right? We're not, we're not, in, we're not sharing germs here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right. Sarah, let's go ahead and talk about things that excite us or stand out to us about this session. Yeah, for this session and the Older Kids Leader Guide, there is an activity called Responses to God. And I just really like this activity. Not only does it get kids using their Bibles, they're having to look up some Old Testament scriptures in this activity. So it's getting them again familiar with their Bible, helping them to build that biblical literacy that we're always gearing towards with the kids that come to church. But it also helps us understand how we can rightly see ourselves when we understand who God is. So as they're looking up these scripture references, they're gonna see people's responses to encountering God and how when we encounter God, we see how he is holy and righteous. And in light of that, we're able to see ourselves rightly, which is that we are sinful and that we are separated from him. And this again, just kind of highlights the main emphasis in this lesson when Peter experiences the miracle of the fish and his reaction. You know, for us, it kind of seems surprising. We might think that he should jump up and down and rejoice or maybe run to Jesus. But instead, he kind of cowers away and says, go away from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. So his response isn't maybe one that we would expect. Instead, when he sees Jesus's power of this miracle, his response is to say, wow, I am a big sinner. And, you know, this is also the response of others who encountered the living God, whether that be the people of Israel, even the prophet Isaiah had this response. It's helpful, again, for us to kind of see ourselves rightly. But another aspect of this is that even in our sin, Jesus doesn't respond, yeah, get away, Peter, go away from me. No, he says, don't be afraid. And because of Jesus, we don't need to fear 
the punishment of sin, but instead we can find forgiveness. We can find that hope in knowing that, yes, we are sinful, but Jesus has come to make us right with God so that we can be with him. And just another note, you know, Deli and I, we were talking about this before the podcast of um, not every kid is going to have a Peter response. Not every kid is going to come to church and hear this story and go, wow, you know what? I am pretty sinful. <laughs> I've done a lot of bad things. I mean, this takes time with kids recognizing their sin. And so we can't expect an immediate, you know, oh, yes, I'm, I have sinned horribly against the Lord. Or here's some ways that, you know, I want Jesus to save me. Um, and so I think it's just important to remember that all of our kids that come to see us are in different parts of their journey with the Lord. And God is working on them in his timetable and in his ways. And it's the power of the Holy Spirit that is eventually going to convict them of their sin and help them recognize that they need Jesus to save them. And I think it's just our response to continue to be faithful, to tell stories like this, and to pray for these kids, and to, and to ask the Lord to soften their hearts so that they can be receptive when that time comes for them to accept Christ as their Savior. That's a great word, Sarah. And, you know, I think about, she was saying that, like, what would my response be? Would my response be like Peter? Or would it would it be different? Like, our journeys, like our kids, they're, you know, in different places on their journey. The same's true about teachers. And, and two, even I think, like, our personalities. How, how would we respond with that? And and I think that's something important for us as teachers to think about. What what would our response be? You know, and even leading us to worshiping Jesus, recognizing, like you said, that I'm sin. I do sin, and 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 but realizing that we have forgiveness through Christ, and that He loves us, and so such great insight. And, you know, as, as we've been talking about these miracles, one of the things I love teaching, well, I love teaching the stories of the Bible to, to children, but especially the miracles, just because it's so exciting and it's amazing. And it's that the miracles, you know, God causes miracles to happen. And, and Jesus performed those miracles and also reminds me, too, that as we talked about last session, helping boys and girls see that these miracles really did happen. Because that's going to be hard for them to think, okay, they fish for how long? And there was nothing caught. And then Jesus came and Jesus performed a miracle. And then they had so many fish. So helping boys and girls understand that Jesus performed the miracle. And then there were so many fish. And, and I think about like how many times, how does that relate to my life where I try to do things on my own and I rely on my own strength? And, you know, and you're like, what's going on? What, you know, what, why isn't this happening? And then you think about, okay, am I asking Christ? Is it, it's Christ's strength through me, working through me. Am I relying on my strength or Christ daily, hourly, weekly? And Jesus' miracle, it wasn't Peter causing all that fish, but it was Jesus. And so just helping them see that we need to rely on Christ to and not not on our strength as well. So thank you, Sarah, for joining us for this episode. And listeners, we want to thank you for joining us and listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. 
For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.